Hey, Fro. Hey. What is the tallest building in the entire world? I don't know. Any library, because it has so many stories. Coming up on this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, Fro, Luke, and I will be discussing the news of the week, WWE's pay-per-view No Mercy results, Does the UK Own the US?, the Lego Ninjago movie, and the Guestbook, episode 9. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Luke, and maybe a little later because she's fixing her closet. I told her it's time to come out of the closet. Ha <laughs> ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Jokes, Luke. She said wardrobe, though, so I assume she's oh, yeah. just building a portal to another dimension, really, is what she's doing. Right. She's making the entrance to Narnia. Right, because that's what you do with a wardrobe when you're in England, of course. Yes, yes. You make a entrance to Narnia. Do you know, actually, and this is no fucking joke, actually, that's my favorite book of all time. Uh, or favorite book series of all oh, time. Oh, yeah, okay. I, actually, yeah. My, my nickname online for North is actually after... Oh, guess who forgot to turn his... Phone off. Um, <laughs> uh, well, let's try that again. Um, yes, my name uh, online is For North. North is because I'm in Norway, of course. But Fawn, a Fawn is actually a breed hybrid horse and human from the book of uh, uh, in the Narnia series. So that's actually where I got Fawn from. Right. As opposed to a baby deer here. Right. But. Yes. Right. Hey, look, has the world ended at your place? Uh, no, we're doing pretty good. It's actually nice and sunny. So I don't, hmm. the, unless the sun is ending the world, I think we're pretty good Wait. here. What date is it today? It's the 27th of September. Right. I thought the world was supposed to start ending four days ago. Hmm. hmm. Weird. Hmm. Maybe the it's rapture happened almost. and none of us know it. Maybe that's the thing. No, just nobody Ooh. noticed. All the people Ooh. that were raptured didn't have any friends or family. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe it's 
or maybe it is like the pay-per-view said, it's no mercy. This is hell. Get it? Oh, okay. Like the good place? Exactly. How, like, uh, we, we haven't talked about this. Okay, spoilers for, for the good place, everybody, if you haven't seen it. Uh, we haven't talked about this. Uh, how, when did you figure out they were actually in hell? Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't, uh... Because I had no fucking clue before they told us in the show. I'm trying to think. Did I figure it out before? I don't remember figuring it out beforehand. So I thought, when you referenced it, I thought you were saying that you remembered me. No, 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 no. I have absolutely no clue if Um, you figured it out. I feel like I figured it out at the same time as it was happening. Yeah, because uh, I'm trying to think back to that train episode. Um, And I think maybe that was uh, the one after that. So yeah, when they told us about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and then this... Really, really smart reveal. I love that reveal. One what? of the most funniest. And and here's the thing. When they started uh, episode uh, one of the new uh, show this week, it was maybe one of the best season premieres of a new of an old show I've ever seen. It was so fucking hilarious. I, I don't remember... Laughing so much of of uh, uh, of a TV show in a long, long, long while. I just love the premise now. I think it's even better now that we know it's in hell. Well, we'll see. This first episode definitely seemed like a reset, so it's going to be much different this next season. So, mm. I just I just hope they they keep the quirky humor and. The lack, lack of swearing, all the things. Oh, that yeah. Was, yeah. All that stuff will still be there for sure. Uh, yeah. It We're going to get a lot more character development of, I think, um, the other characters, like the lady who, with the limp in this last episode. Oh, yes. We, yes. Like, we never really knew about her, and now in, the, in this one episode, we learned, like, a whole bunch about her, so, yeah. Yeah. And don't forget uh, shirtless guy, as I call him. After this episode. Holy moly, he was shirtless many times during that episode. But yeah, that got me thinking of the end of the world because they are in hell and everything like that. So, Talking about hell on earth, uh, North Korea says uh, Trump tweets is amount to a declaration of war. Hey, yay. Right, so uh, I, North Korean minister... Uh, nobody really knew this, I guess, uh, until he came out, uh, Minister Rai Young-ho, uh, <laughs> he said, for the past couple of days, we have earnestly hoped that the war of words between North Korea and the U.S. would not lead to action. However, Trump had ultimately, ultimately declared war against, again, last weekend, by saying, uh, regarding our leadership, that he will make it unable to last longer. Uh, which was in a tweet that he wrote um, after other things he said, but they're uh, they're taking this as a threat to their uh, to their leadership, which I, in and of itself they take as a declaration of war, I guess. So, like I said before we started recording, 
I have so much belief in both North Korea leader and your leader to keep this at a calm and steady level. Right. No. Uh, <laughs> I first of all, d- um, they. Uh, I guess only. I mean, you think about it. It's Twitter. Most of North Korea doesn't have Twitter, and so this mm. must be the leadership looking at Twitter. They have Twitter, but the rest of their uh, the people there don't have Twitter, so... Stop looking at Twitter, please! <laughs> Twitter Stop is the now. craziest thing. I, when it first came out, I was like, 140 characters, you can't barely write anything in that. Why would anybody mm-hmm. want to do that when you could write any other kind of blog or Facebook post or something where you could write as much as you want? And then I f- failed to realize that people want little tiny things that they don't have to think about too much. Uh, or read too much of, and Twitter exploded and became this, uh, it's almost like a, what's a good word for Twitter? I don't even know. It's a, it's become like a platform for a business to see how popular something is more than anything, Right. right? which is very strange. When you think about the, just the idea of Twitter, all it is is 140 characters, you write a little thing, and somehow it's become the platform which decides who's going to be in a movie and who's not going to be in a movie. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I absolutely know what you're talking about. It's kind of... I did not think it would catch on. I'll be honest. When it first came out, I did not think it would catch on. Me neither. And we were correct about that WWE shit. What was it called again? Something with people. Not Patreon, but where you uh, showed people 10 seconds oh, of your life. Tout, yeah. Right, that video thing, which was kind of like... Periscope. A... Periscope. Do you remember Periscope? Yeah, but Periscope is still kind of around. Like, people still it? use it. Really? Yeah, to a degree. Okay. It's not very popular, but it's still around. I don't know. I don't prob- well, Tout's probably not still around, though. Well, to be honest, Google Plus is still around. I know nobody that uses Google Plus. It's like specifically for business now, but. Uh-huh. Uh, talking about your uh, most uh, competent uh, guy in the world, your president, Donald Trump. Uh, I have a speech in front of me that he made about his. Uh, uh, Feelings about the NFL owners. <laughs> right. Um, I'm sure most people have heard parts of this at least. Uh, and we're just going to listen to a little two-minute segment ourselves. But figure we listen to it and then we'll get into the story behind it. Because this is how it started. So let's start at the beginning. how right. it started. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. In three, two, one, play. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired. Oh, he's fired. He's fired! Ooh, he's fired. It's his catchphrase, everybody. Yeah. And everybody goes bananas. I love how he turns his back to the audience. <laughs> right? Who is he looking at? <laughs> I have no idea who he's looking at right there. Maybe there's people on the side. I don't know. USA, you hear in the background. 
that chant is awful. I'm glad you say it as a You know, some owner's going to do that. <laughs> He's going to say, that guy we've been that hearing, As wrestling fans, Friday, we've been hearing them say crap. He's fired. Forever. <sighs> and that owner, they don't know it. They don't know it. They're friends of mine, many of them. They don't know. They'll <laughs> they be the most popular person for a week. They'll be you the think most Trump popular has friends? In this country. He just means they're also billionaires. <laughs> that's all he means. Total disrespect oh. of everything that we stand for. Okay? They're billionaire white men. And I know we have freedoms and we have freedom of choice and many, many different freedoms. But you we have know a what? different freedom. It's still oh. totally disrespectful. How many freedoms do and we have? When the NFL ratings are down massively. Massive NFL rate what the NFL ratings are down massively now the number oh, cool. one reason happens to be that they like NFL ratings are down all TV is down with yours Trey. we do TV on the show we know they about like ratings what's happening. everything because, you know, is today, down if you hit too hard from the 80s right? which is probably what he's hard, talking about 15 yards throw him out of the game they had that last week I watched for a couple of minutes and two guys just really Beautiful tackle. Jesus Christ. Boom, 15 yards. All right, and now he's talking about them smashing so heads together. They're ruining the game. Like, why don't they murder each other anymore They're in sports? I don't understand. Hey, should look, get rid of those sissy helmets. Go back to, like, the 1940s when they wore little, like, pad, padded hats. And no pads. <laughs> Mm. Thank you for telling me that story just when I had the sip of water. <laughs> yeah, so this leads to a response, of course, because everybody needs to talk about what Trump says. Uh... Well, Walt, before this happened, uh, before any of this happened, the uh, last week, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans got together and decided to give um, Trump and the military uh, $700 billion of extra money right before this happened. Like, kind of got lost in the shuffle, but I think we'll mention it, that the Democrats and Republicans, most of the Democrats who weeks ago we said we're going to sign on to Bernie Sanders' bill, they also signed to give the military $700 billion more dollars, which you could basically give everybody in the country free college and start uh, dealing with uh, Medicare for all with that much money. So. No, 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 no. Look, look, you have to remember, military is most important in your whole fucking country right now. Oh, it's been for a I while, don't... but yes. <laughs> but yes, after the no, speech, but... Trump, uh, uh, we had a protests all over the NFL. I guess 200 players initially, and it's been more more since then, uh, which our article came out Monday. But um, including in London, which I found interesting. Mm. There was an one of the first NFL games was in London. Is that weird to mm. you at all, Fro? Mm. A little, yeah. I was confused by it, um, especially when we're, the topic main topic we're doing this week. Right? Doesn't that seem right. a little weird? NFL's in London. Right. Um, but uh, a whole bunch of teams decided to kneel for the 
uh, during the national anthem in response to uh, well, really what it's about is police violence and uh, the systemic racism that we've talked about on this show in America towards right. African-American and colored people of all, all kinds, um, including the prison problem and everything like that. Uh, it started oh. with Colin Kaepernick, who mm. knelt for the, the anthem last year in, in response to uh, different police shootings. And right. that's really what this was all about, uh, because the NFL, no team in the NFL hired him this year. They all avoided hiring him because of mostly the political. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them said it was because he wasn't a good enough player, which you know, whatever may be possible. I don't know anything about mm. football. We don't know anything about sports. So we're not going to try to... Uh... I have absolutely no comment on that because right. I really, really don't care. I've never seen him play a football game in my life. But Nope, me neither. I would say that there was definitely uh, some of the reason he didn't get a job was because of this political... Uh, what they would consider as a political liability. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So... Uh, this that also had to do with uh, why the players knelt because they were doing it in solidarity with another player who was right. not given a job more than likely specifically because he was protesting racism, right? And uh, so that leads us to the weekend. The next weekend. Uh, well, this last weekend where I said they all knelt down. Um, and then I guess we'll go into the video, the next video, which is of the Patriots when they knelt. Uh, some of them knelt and some of them locked arms uh, instead of putting their hand over their heart. Um, some teams decided not to come out of the locker room. Uh, and I guess some of the teams that didn't come out of the locker room, some of them did it to avoid being on one side or the other. And others of them did it to show their solidarity with Colin Kaepernick uh, against Trump. So the interesting thing about this protest is it's in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. It's also against police violence and inequality in America, and it's also against Trump. So it's uh, it's a lot of different uh, protests in one. Uh, maybe we, let's watch the video and then I'll, we'll get what you think about this whole thing, bro. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. All right. Sure. In three, two, one, go. All right, so yeah, this is the Patriots, and they are uh, all. You see how they're all have their arms locked there, and then you can hear mm-hmm. the you can hear the fans booing, especially right there at the beginning. Right. I picked this video because it's the Patriots, and I think that's just ironic in a way that it's yeah the name of the team. Uh, I, there were plenty of other videos and lots of them had booing him in them as well uh, a lot of people uh, are just saying I, I, I want to say they were confused but I think they're misconstruing it on purpose to think what they want to think but people on the Republican side are all saying that it's disrespecting the flag and disrespecting mm. the anthem no, it's not. 
so we'll get into that right after this, but there's a little interview. Right here. I like what the president said. Yeah. If you're not going to stand for this country, you're fired. Yeah. Bell check, and crash should do something about it. Fire them. That's what they should do. <laughs> so that's definitely the other side <sighs> of the story right Fire there. Everyone. So what do you think about this, bro? Fire everyone. It's so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It's so... I I like... I, I, Neil, if you want to. Don't put your hand over your heart if you want to. Do it in protest if you want to. Don't do it in protest if you want to. Support it if you want to. Be against it. But just shut up. Shut up and do your own damn thing. Don't go on Facebook and block people because they believe something completely else than you. Talk to them about it. Jesus. Oh, I'm so fed up with all this. It makes no fucking sense in my ear. Okay, right, uh, and I guess the, uh, uh, what I was asking about was this whole idea that we were just talking about of the one side believing that it's about one thing and the other side seeing what it's actually about. So the Republican side yeah. seeing, thinking that it's about, uh, the, f uh, protest against the wow. flag and against, against yeah, the anthem. So they see it as a protest against America. Whereas, but it's not the protest against America. Right. But that's what. But that's how they see it. That's clearly how they right. see it. Uh, but they have to. They have to look at it through other people's eyes. That is the problem with many things nowadays. Right, but they're not going to do that because they're. I know. They're. They're watching Alex Jones. They're watching Fox News. You know what I mean? Right, so. they're stubborn assholes. Well, you, they could say this exact same thing about the other side, probably. It, they'd be wrong, are, but they would say, doing. oh, they're they're not seeing our side of it. You know what I'm saying, though? Right. Yeah. I know. And with us, we have Tilly. Hi, Tilly. Hey, Fro. Hey, Luke. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi. A little late, but... Better yes, than, I'm sorry better for being late. Better late than boring. Yeah. You're, yes. I've heard, I heard rumors that you're late in other ways as well. <laughs> Extremely. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes, guys, I'm pregnant. What? Yeah. Such a surprise. <laughs> it's, oh, it's almost like I didn't know. We had no idea. I didn't know. Yeah. No, no idea at all. Yeah. What's super the, secret, what eh? Huge, <laughs> what a huge surprise. But hey, I had my second midwife appointment today. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, really good. Everything, all my results for everything have come back negative, which is a huge positive. <laughs> it's negative that it's positive, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, just getting fat and spotty. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! And uh, now the classics uh, question girl or boy? Uh, we don't know yet. We've got two more weeks. Mm. Oh, okay. And then we'll I... know, hopefully, if. When I go for my 3D scan, the baby isn't being all shy and hiding its bits. Right. Because <laughs> I tend to do that a lot. But we, it's a human. It's a human, it's a human. so that's fine. Oh. That's, that's all really? we need, really. Not a cat. Yeah, so we're, that, oh. Oh, yeah thank right. God. Can you imagine if I had a litter? <laughs> <laughs> 
you started getting kittens, I would be kind of surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Having a craving for whiskers. <laughs> give me the cat food. Uh, give me the cat food. Anyway, uh, we were talking about NFL before you uh, came in. Uh, did you see anything about this? I've your... seen quite a few things. I've seen Trump shouting his mouth off, calling people sons yeah. of bitches. Yeah, we've gone through all that. Yeah, we, we yeah. did the videos uh, and we were talking about how um, the one side thought that it was uh, it was about going against the anthem or, or going against the flag and the other side th- thought it was uh, or knew it was against uh, racism and police violence. So what do you yeah. think about that? I th- it is. It has got itself very confused with that because people are standing up for the flag and it's not people just having a go at the flag um but i don't know do do we think this is going to get anybody anywhere i'm really i'm glad it's happening i feel you know people that can take a stand against something should use their i mean i think that's this is the whole point of protesting uh i think i heard it somewhere from somebody they were saying um there's no point in protesting if nobody's paying attention and this is like a yeah. huge stage, like the first few football games, tons and tons, millions of people are watching it. So that's the best place to protest. It's not uh, when people say, oh, just shut up and go. If you want to protest, do it where, uh, you know, uh, don't get in my way. Like, I can't believe this protest is going down the street, getting in my way, driving to work. Or like, <laughs> why is this protest getting in the way of me watching my football? Uh, yeah. That's the point of protest. If you if we were just, if somebody was just protesting at their house. Nobody's going to give a crap about it. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah, it'd be completely pointless. Uh, yeah, I, I, I stand or, well, kneel with the guys. And oh, definitely. Hopefully, there'll be some sort of... Well, there's at least people talking about it. It's opened up the discussion. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if it is half opened up a discussion of why do they hate the flag and the anthem so much? Do they just want the song changed? <laughs> Which it was already a, a thing. Like... When Colin Kaepernick was doing it, the right was already saying that. So it's not something new. Like they were, went back then, they were comparing it to like he was burning the flag. Like they would compare it to that. Like uh, yeah, and things like that. So they take it as this whole other thing when they don't realize what it's actually about because they don't. A lot of them don't recognize racism. A lot of them will say, "Oh, racism is a, it's a thing of the past. It doesn't exist anymore. You're just being silly." So. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a whole different mentality. Uh, and it's the really crazy thing to me about this whole thing is it's football, so there's millions of people watching this, and a lot of them will say uh, I, it, it gets in the way of football, like, oh, just leave it, you know, leave your politics out of my sports. Uh, which, in, when they but say if leave... it affects people... Go ahead. You know, it affects people everywhere, this issue. Especially, well, obviously, not many white people... But, yeah, they should be standing up for it. And they're not standing up in the middle of the game, stopping play to do right. their thing. It's in the middle of a song that, you know, you can choose to stand up and hold your heart and do all that lot. Or, as these guys are doing, they say, no, actually, uh, look at me. <laughs> I just see I it. When they, when they say, uh, keep your keep your politics out of my sports, I always think of that. Uh, I don't know if you guys have that phrase, this phrase there, but uh, it's not 
per- it's not personal, it's business. That old phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dumbest phrase ever when you think about it, because business is personal to to the person who owns the business, right? Yeah. So and anybody employed by it, anybody related to it. Right, and then uh, politics is it's a is business like politics affects business and it affects personal things so yeah. politics and business and personal are all interconnected you can't get away from that and people it's all human matters right football football players are people and people don't want to see that they want to see them as larger than life you know things that aren't they don't see them as people they see them as larger than life beings uh you know yeah. what i mean so yeah, people are small-minded is really what it is. And then if you – to wrap this up, if you guys saw the article I sent about the response from the Trump administration from Sarah Huckabee Sanders where she said uh, – she said – Is she the, the one if, that said about going protest the police, not the – Right. She said if this protest was really about uh, protesting police brutality, they should be protesting the police – that are guarding them on the field, not protesting the national anthem. So they just don't get it at all. <laughs> yeah. So it, hey, it is pinpointing in... a whole bunch of ignorance. Right. In other fake news, uh, Norwegian <laughs> news agency accidentally reports the death of our king in Norway. That was kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I haven't... Re- I, I didn't take this in the news because I, uh, I, I actually just saw it. Norway is mourning King Harold V died age XX. The king died on XXX. And then it says they did home, hospital, etc. At right. XXX. So, yeah, because uh, new, news organizations just have obituaries and stuff ready for famous people. Right. Like they always yeah. do. So it probably just got mixed in on accident somehow. That's, that is funny. <laughs> That's brilliant. What a thing to slip through. <laughs> We killed uh, the king. I wonder if uh, do it. Please tell me he's going to do a quote on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm that not was dead. <laughs> I'm not dead. Yeah, no. Please stop mourning. But uh, uh, the royal palace assistant head of communication told broadcaster NRK that His Majesty was ma- very much alive and very good form. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine that somebody announcing that you're dead and then having to be like uh, um, hello um, I'm not are you alright the, rumor, I, I wasn't the rumors that... of my death is extremely exaggerated isn't that the quote yeah, yeah. and x-rated by the sound of all the xxx's uh-huh. <laughs> we have an xx rated king here in Norway <laughs> yeah he died by yes. xxx <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh la la. Uh, but yeah, in other Norwegian king, uh, not in not other Norwegian king, yeah. In the sure. other Norwegian king, get it out. In other Norwegian <laughs> news, what I was going to try to say there, my English is sucky today. Swedish That's okay, news, mine too. Yeah, a Swedish uh, news company sues Norwegian state over natural pack- packaging. Snus neutral packaging. What did I say? Natural. Uh, oh, neutral. Oh, it's neutral and natural. Maybe. Snus producers. No. It's just neutral, people. Uh, Snus producer Swedish Match is taking Norwegian state to court as it seeks uh, injunction to delay nat- neutral packaging. I almost did it again. 
a change in Norwegian law requiring requiring all tobacco products to be given neutral packaging and is set to be tested in court. It included uh, snus and moist pow uh, powder uh, tobacco products related to dry snuff that is popular in the Norway, Norway and Sweden. This product is consumed by placing it under your lip for extended periods. I actually use this. Before. Is it essentially, is it like chewing tobacco? But you don't no. chew it. No, it's in no, a little. No. It, it's con well. You you put it in your lip, like put it, chewing yeah. Tobacco. You put it in your right. mouth. Under, but it's like it. a little packet. Yeah, but we talked about this before. We talked about uh, Norway uh, being neutral, so uh, uh, bringing out the neutral packaging. So I think it's it's kind of it's going to be a really really interesting uh, court case. Yeah, and also quite a standard one because most tobacco companies have kicked off about having to go neutral. I Norway's just... minister, minister of Health, Ben Taye, told uh, the newspaper that uh, he was not surprised by the lawsuit from the tobacco companies and it would, uh, uh, in a wake of uh, uh, regulation introduced on July 1st. So. I just... We'll Considering, see. well, from this article at least, it says a third of young men and just under a quarter of young women are mm. using this product, and there's 10,000 young people starting to use it each year. Yeah. As a tobacco product, like, yeah. I don't think they're going to struggle just by having neutral packets. Packaging? Right. No, no, no. Yeah, they see it not. that if way, people... Yeah, well, it's another way of them sort of saying, and if they get to have not neutral packaging where everything else does have neutral packaging they're more eye-catching plus on the shelf imagine being Unless the guy like who, imagine being the guy who's the advertising person for the company they're like i'm gonna lose a job <laughs> like, yeah, i have no job anymore now how many more different warnings can i write right but isn't it because over here they've hidden all the um packets of tobacco products anyway so you can't uh, see them, so it doesn't matter that the packaging's neutral. Unless, sure. obviously, if somebody's smoking and they've got their cigarettes on the table or whatever. But to actually buy them, you can't... They're all either under a counter or behind a big slidey door thing. So it doesn't really matter anyway. Are you talking about hey, kid, like kids getting it? Mm. Yeah, yeah this is... I don't know, so you can't... Kids never can't buy cigarettes the in the store anyways. That's never an issue. No. Uh, kids get cigarettes from their parents or, like, steal them from somewhere like, or get them from somebody who's older than them. That's how kids get cigarettes. So, yeah. uh, you know, regulating it will only stop it so much from getting to young kids. Oh, yeah. Snooze is not that popular in America. Maybe it seems no, no. much more popular there, so... Yeah, I'd never yeah. heard of it here. Yeah. And I used yeah. to work in a tobacconist. <laughs> Hey, like a Tilly, do you remember when we watched a documentary about Anthony Weiner? The Weiner. Yeah. Yes, I do. He's not he's a Weiner. He's, <laughs> well, he's not a Weiner. Complete Weiner. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's a complete Weiner. And now he gets uh, 21 months in prison uh, for texting a teenager. Yeah. I feel I like. I really feel for humor. His wife. Am I saying uh, that right? Humor? Humor? I don't know. I think she might be a robot. But, um... 
I just feel like this is like when we watched that documentary, I remember us commenting like this didn't really have an ending because there's no ending to this story. So the documentary didn't feel like it wrapped up enough. Really? This is kind of the ending to that story. So, yeah, yeah this is the sequel. Uh... It's I can't quite I, I can believe that he's stooped so low to continue with the whole, you know, sexting. Oh, me too. Stuff. Oh, but different. how a 15 year old? Come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can be a sex addict and stuff. You can be a bit pervy and stuff. You don't have to be an actual pervert. You know, right, it's, right. and he I, knew her age as well. It's like, the he internet. Didn't know her age though, if she'd lied. We're like, people act different on the internet than they do in real life. Is the thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, still, he's he's not completely stupid. He should know. Clearly, he is. So. Well, yeah. Okay. That's that's true, I guess. <laughs> hey, hey, Luke, if I invited you over for dinner and I said we were going to have chili for dinner, would you come? Uh, probably, because I would assume you were saying yeah. Tilly is also coming to, to dinner. Oh, oh, you mean that she also is coming for dinner? Oh, I meant that we're going to eat her like this cannibal family that did in Russia. Good God, you guys. I'm, I'm going to take this whole thing with a grain of salt because of the art from the news sources that it came from. Uh, I looked mm-hmm. around to find a better news source. This came from Daily Mail. But the other mm-hmm. news source, uh, The Sun. So, um, yeah. Maybe not yeah, the most the credible would... news, news uh, organizations, but yeah. we'll, we'll take it. Maybe not. Yeah, we'll take it. It's been, it's been around on the internet. People may have seen it. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. We'll say apparently. That's there's a lot of alleged and apparently's. Um, <laughs> a couple in Russia have admitted to killing and eating at least thirty people, and they've kept <sighs> human remains pickled in jars and things. And there's lots of pictures of, well, the human head with oranges all around it. Now I'm allergic to oranges, <laughs> so that's like doubly offensive for me. <laughs> that's quite offensive about this story. It's like they used fucking oranges. Yeah. Wow, that's what Tilly is wrong about this. It, everybody. It doubles it. Well, we don't know who they were eating. They could have been eating pedophiles and yeah, you know, true. sex. They're still eating people. Yeah, no, I know. Um, but what the thing that really got me about this? Obviously, that's horrific, and it's a really shocking story. But they were mm-hmm. living in the military base. Yeah. How do you get away with... I mean, well, I've no never been to Russia. But I thought I Russia ha- was quite strict anyway on right. things. And for them to be able to get away with this... Maybe that would be the know. easiest place to get away with it because nobody would suspect it, though. So. I suppose. Yeah. But it's just absolutely yeah. crazy. They kept, like, pictures and things and... As I say, jar and of, to be jars honest, of pickled this, stuff. Yeah, in this article, it is too many pictures. Don't don't look at this article and eat at the same time. No, although everything's blurred, uh, you but, can uh, still sort of tell. You kind of, kind of can tell anyway. Yeah, although the the jar of pickled human remains, the way that they've blurred it, they've made it look like a face. Mm. It's, you know, it's not a face in that jar. Right. <laughs> they've made it look like it is. Have you heard of the expression, you're either with us or against us? I think I would be with them, to be honest. I, I think I, I'd rather eat people than being killed than be eaten. 
if I had uh, to choose. That's a good question. I don't even... I, I, I think I would have to yeah. be in the moment to figure that one out. Mm. I think it'd be one of those, like, yes, I'll eat with you, and then I'll go to the authorities and be sick to prove what you've just fed me. <laughs> right, But yeah. we can definitely... But we can definitely say both sides aren't the same, and Tron is going to tell the truth about that. This is Tron, where Tron tells the truth. Today I'm going to talk about groups and how double standards. But first let me say one thing. Donald Trump said not long ago there are violence of both sides when it comes to different issues. Violence of both sides. And as your Republican repeat that a lot. Uh, even a few days ago at CNN. Oh yeah, on the right you got the Nazis and nationalists. And, but on the, on the left you got Antifa. Antifa is not very big and it's a difference. It's a difference between the groups on the left and the right. On the right, you have the Nazis. Yes, you have the Nazis. On the left, what you have? Antifa, an organization against fascism. You have fascists and Nazis and a group against fascism on the other. And you say that those groups are one of the same. What the fuck is going around in your fucking bullshit Republican conservative fucked up mind if you can put that similarity and it's not only Trump that does it no it does it all the way if you listen to Fox News well you can hear it again and again and again but it's, it's this is the how, we, how they see the world when they see Black Panthers they see riots hard liners People want to start a race war, use the race card, cut down on white, cut down the American privilege, and blah, 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 All the kind of bullshit you always hear. But when when uh, NRA and people going up say, on my, my bloody hands, play with guns and do it of the fetish, that's okay. Not long ago they were afraid of uh, the new Black Panthers. Well, I'm more afraid of the new Trump fuck-ups, who seems to be more and more and more people. More and more people. You cannot say in the society today that the groups on both sides is the same, because they're not. There are many strange people on the left, but when you have Nazis on the other, that is a quite a different thing. That is the thing you have to clean up before you have some violent small mini-groups on the left. If you don't understand, Americans understand that, I have no problem going home to you and give you a history le le lection. Because we in Europe have discovered how it really is. You don't. So, this was Tron. Tron tells the truth. Have a nice day. That was uh, Tron telling the truth of uh, both sides aren't the same, and gosh, they're not the same if you are eaten or get to eat people. Uh, but you can discuss that and other topics at our Facebook group <laughs> at not the digital sense. Sorry. We're not saying anything. I have no, no idea what you're laughing about. He's just tickled himself. Uh, just tickled myself. Okay. Let's, Let's start that over. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That was uh, Trump telling uh, both sides aren't the same. Uh, we have a Facebook group. It's called Another Digital Citizen on Facebook. You can 
visit us there and only there. Please visit us at another digital citizen at Facebook, but we also have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com or as Tilly says it. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Hmm. Have we gotten any emails? Uh, yeah, we got one from Jeremy again. Thank you, Jeremy. Hi! Ooh, doot, doot. And it seems to be all in Japanese. So, Furoruko Tukahana Trio Watashi wa Aiki Iru Soro Dakadusi Jeremy. So, let's go. Is he on holiday, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I think he's just watching way too much New Japan. That's probably what it is. So I went to Google Translate. Uh, And And Google Translate, this is pretty great. It says flow, like the progressive lady uh, from the commercials. I guess you guys probably don't have that there, but Americans will get that joke. Flow, Luke, Mm -hmm. and sometimes Tilly, I'm alive. That is all. Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) How am I flow? Is he being held? That's what it translates like from Japanese camp. Yeah, Japanese. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Has he like gone back in time and is being held in some Japanese camp? <laughs> What's going on with you, Jeremy? Why have you changed ethnicities? Yeah, we need to know. Email us, please, and not in Japanese. Maybe he's next just learning Japanese want... and he was practicing. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. And Jeremy, yeah, next email we want in Norwegian. Yes, Jeremy. Next email we want in Norwegian. Oh, I can't wait for that. Have you uh, seen anything on TV this week, uh, Tilly Lily? I've seen the New South Parks. Yeah. Which good. always good. Never mm-hmm. ceases to make me chuckle. Last week tonight has come back. Thank God. Uh, love John Oliver. Love the mm-hmm. big train that he made for... It's I can't so remember funny. what state it was. But yeah. Oh, um, but, but- I love the change they made with his mouth being the yes. entrance. Was so funny. <laughs> Absolutely uh, brilliant. And, yeah. you know, just his sense of humour as well. Mm-hmm. I've also, I'm quite ashamed to admit this, because I've never, ever watched it. I didn't watch it when it was on the BBC, but I've started watching The Great British Bake Off. Jesus. I know, I'll but Noel Fielding and Sandy Toxvig, I love them both anyway. So that kind of drew me in. And then I like baking cakes and stuff. So just watching people baking cakes, making bread. It was caramel week last week. So there was a whole bunch of caramel going on. And oh my God, caramel. More of a toffee person, but just looking at caramel makes me happy. But then to get my street cred back, I've started watching Peep Show from the beginning again. Which Peep Show's amazing and it really holds up. It's been ages since I've watched it from the Mm -hmm. first episode. And it's just, I don't know, seeing them, especially seeing Jeremy looking so young. It's weird, but lovely. I love it. Well, Luke knows what, okay. Do you have any more? I was just going to say, speaking of Jeremy's, there's still new Jeremy Kyle going on. So lots of angry, shouty people. Yay. And one of the best uh, Judge Rinder episodes I've seen in a while was this week. Oh, which one? Because I haven't watched uh, any Judge Rinder this week. Oh, was it last week? I, I'm not sure if it was this week or last week. 
but uh, uh, it was all about this uh, person that was trying to hide something and he had to sit down uh, because Judge Ginger got the truth out of him. It's really good. Uh... I'm not sure if you remember that episode. I don't think. I'll probably not see it. Okay. There's been... I've not watched much of Mr. Rinder this last couple of weeks. All right, it's good. But uh, Luke knows what I've seen this week, uh, because I fucking hate him when he's correct. Uh, I watched Orwell. Did I laugh one single fucking time? No, I did not. Was it the most boring shit I've ever seen? Probably is. Do Mm -hmm. I think Tilly is going to love it? Yes. What is it? Do you know what this... Do you know what this reminds me? This reminds me of the sci-fi version of Border Town. Oh. Uh, I don't get that at all. But it's awful. It, it's awful, yeah. It's atrocious. It, What's it called? Uh, the Orwell. It's with Seth MacFarlane. You will like this, Dylan. Like, right, created and starring good. Seth MacFarlane. And he's not a great actor. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Um, oh, how many episodes oh, did you watch, Fro? I watched two episodes and I'm out. All right. I saw. I'm never, ever mu- going to watch it again. I saw multiple people I know say that they love the show. And I don't get it. I don't get it. I guess they're just fanboys. But. <laughs> but then, ladies and gentlemen, I watched Star Trek Discovery. The two first episodes. And holy mother of God, it's good. I love about that. Yeah, I love how angry fanboys are at this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the Star Trek fanboy at all, and I, I, I think it. I get even more pleasure out of it because the Klingons are so different in this show than than they ever been in other shows, and that's what people are complaining about before they saw the fucking show. By the way. Right. The show is fantastic. It is really, really good. And I'm shocked how much I like it. I don't even have to watch the show to exp- to be able to explain the Klingon thing to them. It's like, this was year hundreds of years in the past. So they are going to be nice. different because it would have been a different time. So, yeah. Yeah. No, no, don't tell the fanboys out there, look. Yeah, because it's logic. Right. Uh, then I watched uh, the doc, the Good Doctor first episode. I kind of liked it; was on par, I would say. Uh, but then, Luke, did you watch Young Sheldon? I did episode one. Right, sneak peek we got this week. <laughs> you first. Uh, I guess this is going to be coming out officially. Uh, November 2nd, so it's not even really coming out for another month and a half, or like a month, um, and I don't know, it was, it was about, uh, young Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, and it was like, I, I, with one episode, I can't decide whether it's bad or whether it's good, really, so that's where I'm at with it. Absolutely no clue, either. I was, I was waiting for you to say, yeah, I or, yes, I love it, but it's, uh, what is this? I didn't really laugh at all, but it wasn't that bad no, of a but... show either. Like, it was entertaining, right. but it wasn't really funny, so. Right. 
it's such a weird show where I I just felt, eh, oh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. It's not offensive, but it's not amazing. Right, but it, it uh, it's not like I I'm looking forward to episode two either, Tiller. That's the funny part about it. But I know I'm going to watch episode two because yeah. of this. I'm cur- I'm still curious, but I was sure it was going to be really, really, really bad or really, really good. But what I s- uh, sit back with is a big like meh. And is a meh good for a show like that? I don't think so. And I watched Raw and SmackDown. That's what I saw this week. What about you, Luke? Uh, well, we already talked about the Good Place, which uh, you mentioned. Uh, earlier, yeah, so you obviously the... saw that this week, but episode one of yeah. that of uh, season two came out this week. Um, yeah. Going in a whole different direction, it seems. I don't know if they had planned on doing a second season, so now in, in this yeah. first episode, I think they had to go, we need to figure out a way to like yeah. clean everything up so we can do a different storyline, yeah. which it, yeah. hopefully it works out. Uh, Fuller House is back on Netflix, season three. Uh, There's actually geez. a season three of this show. Bye. I don't know, but I still watch it because uh, I, right. I don't know. The product placement has gotten ridiculous like on the show, but uh, I got a lot here. Uh, People of Earth finale of season two, and I guess they're bringing back a third season uh, next year. We're going to get a third season, so it got renewed, so that's good. I like People of Earth. Um, mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory started, uh, what, season 11 <laughs> or whatever? They It was yeah, right before... Right before Young, Young Sheldon, Sheldon, obviously. Um, I finished up The Sinner, because The Sinner finale was this week, with uh, Jessica Biel. Uh, and mm-hmm. Really good ending. Um, what did you think about this? Fantastic ending. How I like the ending. Not going to spoil it. Right, and Not it's just like, based off of a book that's based off of a true story. So, uh, that's... Right. And it makes you think, especially... Uh, about, I don't know, it makes you think about your own, uh, the way you see the world yourself, kind of, in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind mm-hmm. of fun. Uh, self-introspective uh, show, in a way. Uh, I saw Ghosted, which wasn't supposed to, which officially goes on TV uh, next week, but they did a Twitter uh, preview. So they put the first episode out on Twitter, so it was available online. So I checked out episode mm-hmm. one, uh... It's actually, I, I would totally recommend it. It is goofy and silly, and it's like Chuck, except goofier. That's the only it's way goofier I Goofier than Chuck. Right. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it takes itself less seriously than Chuck does. I don't know how to describe right. it other than that. Just go check it out if you want to. Uh, at least from episode one, I'd say it's worth checking out. It's stupid, but it's, all, it's stupid on purpose. So, uh, Me, Myself, and I was on this week with the... Uh, the guy from SNL. Uh, I don't know about the show. It's. I would say it's not great. It, 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 it has potential and the story is interesting, but the editing of it is just like all over the place and is trying to be this moral thing and it, it just doesn't work for me. I don't know. Have you guys seen this? Me, myself, and I. No. no. All right. Well, if you guys see it, let me know what you think. But I, I was not impressed. Uh, and then the last thing I saw. The first episode of The Mick, season two, was this week. Oh, I mm-hmm. spotted that had come out. Is it good? I've not watched it yet. 
Uh, they're setting up for a whole different style of, of season, you can tell. But I like where they're going with it, I guess. Uh, this episode was interesting, and it got into my dreams last night somehow. I don't know. So. Mm. Ooh. It's in your dreams. It's in my dreams. <laughs> There's something it's else that came out, and I can't remember what it was. It's gone. It's gone out of my head. I can't get you out of my head. Hey. Hi, <laughs> right, Kylie. Yes, Skylar. <laughs> Hashtag songs I know. Uh, hey, uh, Tilly, you live in the UK. I do. Do you think you own the United States of America? Well, I didn't before this topic, and then I looked it up a bit, and hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah! Although we'll give it away. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not with okay, that was the main topic of, of this week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, but, uh, that was the spoilers. Yes, it is. It is like that. Now, but explain this, Luke. Where is this? Uh, what is this, this uh, theory about? <laughs> well, I guess... Um we should just start what it is like uh fro said the idea here is people think that the u.s uh i guess the revolutionary war never really like it came to an end more because they came to an agreement with each other than one side won or one side lost um and that uh what was the, what, what did they say um the the USA is just a corporation owned by the UK, which right. is why you have a president, because he's like the president of the company. Exactly. Kind of there we go. Which, in a strange way, kind of explains Trump, because he's, if this was true, wouldn't that explain Trump all at all? Why? Yep. Would, yep. Because he's a CEO kind of position. Uh, but yeah, that's the idea here, is that the British banking... Uh, uh, I don't want to say cartel, but British banking groups own our Federal Reserve. And since they own that, uh, they own the country and the country's interests. And that are, uh, we're basically just like any other, um, what's, what's the, the word for it? It's a commonwealth. Yeah, what's the other word for it? Like India was. But yeah, a, a commonwealth basically. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of the word either. I've just my brain's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Can I brain blame? blame I can't even say it. Can I blame baby brain yet? I think it's kicking in. <laughs> Hopefully, it's the only thing that's kicking yet. Uh, but yeah, um, I we we watched a video all all three of us. Yep. Uh, could you take us? through some of the points that video made, Tilly? Since you just saw it? Some of them, yes. Um, mm -hmm. As Luke just said about um, the banks in England running the... Is it the Federal Reserve? Right. Because it's the, the City of London, which is in the City of London, but isn't necessarily the, the whole city. It's like the financial right. sector. And it's its um, own... It's its own place it's yeah, like it a, it's like washington it's, it's it's like a yeah. district right exactly yeah and that's sort of where all of the the money things happen basically 
even the queen has to have special permission to go there and has to walk i think it's two paces behind the mayor of the city of london um and yeah because they're in charge of the federal reserve essentially in the same way that if you have a mortgage with a bank they're in charge of your house you're not actually Mm. in charge of your house you don't own it they do until you've paid it off um the debtor is always I think did it say something like the debt is the ser- always the servant to the person they owe to, and as the USA still officially owes the City of London and that little sort of group lots and lots of money because of the Federal Reserve and things, then the City of London owns the USA. It's pretty much what I got from it. Right. Mm. Um, and I guess uh, their whole idea here is that. Um, the War of Independence was uh, financed by the British monarchy on both sides. Uh, so there was never it was uh, they were always going to win, I guess. So mm. they they were financing their side, and then through apparently France, they were also financing our side through our allies. Uh, meaning that no matter who won, they would have ended up in power, uh, which I found that interesting but i don't find i didn't find any proof of it and i think the main thing that's cited for this by most people is something called the treaty of paris in 1783 uh which they cite as showing that the king has power over the president uh and that no no person in america should should ever be called a king uh basically giving uh, calling saying that uh, they'll never be as powerful as a king is what it what it mm. basically says so yeah because they don't have the uh, it's all about money really isn't it it's all finances it's all about the money 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 mm-hmm. we don't need your money 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 <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, but uh, i i think this is uh, one of the most um Proofs theories we we talked about that's uh, even though it sounds incredibly stupid and kind of out there. Yeah, there's a lot of historical fact that sort of can be pulled up and used to this to sort of prove this, if you want to call it proof. Right, that's what I find interesting about it. Because I, 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 I look at it and I was like, huh, okay, this is a silly topic uh, on a silly podcast. But uh, we're not a silly podcast. I didn't mean it that way. But uh, uh, We kind of are. But... Yeah, we're a bit we're, silly. Kind of. <laughs> but but, um, but, but uh, I, I was looking to it and this, uh, at first I was like, nah, there's absolutely no proof. There are absolutely no arguments for this at all. But it feels like after watching this video and also looking at some proof on the internet, it seems like this theory is kind of provable. Um, in a way, uh, here I think the strange part is, even if there was a parent company to a regular company, which is the basic idea here, is that in, uh, England itself owns... America as though it was a corporation. 
Uh, mm. So if there was a parent company to another corporation, that corporation would have power over it, but it wouldn't have, like, complete rule as to how it ran uh, day-to-day operations, if that makes sense. Yeah. So A bit like the Queen and our government. Right. Because the um, Prime Minister has to sort of run certain things past the Queen, but if she says no, they can still do it. But the means of control here, like Tilly said, is debt. So the idea would be that, according to this theory, the IRS would have been created by uh, the British to get uh, tax to be able to pay for their corporation. So the IRS is basically, uh, it's the cashier taking the money for the company, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, come on. It is very, it's a bit confusing uh, to try to wrap your head around why this would be the case. But once you understand that uh, whoever run, controls the money, they control everything because money runs most things. Um, that, and you follow the connections kind of, or at least you follow the connections these people are putting together, then you realize uh, maybe these things are all interconnected. I think in the video, the guy showed it like a hand. Like, if you look at just the fingers, it just seems like independent things, like the Bank of London and the IRS and uh, the banks here in America. They all seem like separate entities, but then you see the hand, and you see that they're all actually interconnected. They all have, they work together, and and that's provable. That's not, like, theory in any way, so. Yeah. And that's, uh, I I, I guess I I also, like, think of... uh... If you go back to the uh, the whole civil war thing, uh, North against, uh, against uh, the South, uh, and the thing about like uh, slavery uh, was that war, but also when you go and see the great war was against Britain uh, for the independence, the beginning independence uh, war. I see see there being arguments before because when they signed the Declaration of Independence and correct me if I'm a hundred percent incorrect here, uh, uh, the British didn't uh, at first uh, uh, what do you call uh, agree to the terms, did they? Um, say that again. Sorry. When when the British war was against America, like in in Britain, when you fought the British off right. and wanted your Declaration of Independence, was was Britain uh, willing to give you uh, your own country really well, fast? No, that's why we had a war, obviously. Right. Yes. Right. So it can be so, so uh, maybe even thought back to that period where the British Empire didn't want to lose power over you. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. So they found a way around it because they felt like they right. maybe they were losing the war. So they found a way right. to keep power without uh, without, without actually, actually it looking like they were own, in power. owning you. Yeah. Right. That was what I was thinking. Maybe that was the reason why it happened in the first place. I think that's the idea here. 
and it also, uh, in a way, it kind of, I think the idea of this whole conspiracy theory, I guess, is that it kind of takes all of the blame of the last, whatever, 200 years of all the bad things America's done and puts it on the back of uh, the British, in a way. Hey! <laughs> when you think about it, it that's what it we does. We don't want that. We just own you. <laughs> We're like the mob bosses that loaned you money, like a loan shark, and now own right. you. What you exactly. do to then try and repay us, you know? We, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't need to worry about that. <laughs> but everything that's gone on this week with Trump and uh, North Korea, if you if you, you believe this theory is real is actually just uh, a war between England and North Korea through America, uh, mm-hmm. with England not getting any blood on its hands. It's like they're playing a really good game of Big Brother, is what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> really good game of Big Brother. Yeah, they're not getting about... any blood on their hands. They're having somebody else do all their dirty work. and then they... We forgot to talk about the season uh, ending of Big Brother, look. When we talked about TV. Was that this week? No, that was last yeah. week, right? Oh, no, I didn't even write it down. You're right. <laughs> What's this week? Was it that interesting? Well, like, I, <laughs> no, I, I had nine, I had ten things that I talked about on my TV, but that was, yeah. like, the day of the show last week. So it kind of, br- mm-hmm. I just didn't write it down. But, yeah, let's talk about that real quick. We'll just break right in the middle of our main topic and talk about Big Brother. Uh, yeah. What did you think? Uh, I guess the guy who won was uh, Josh, which no, Josh, you'd yeah. have to see the show to know that. And then mm-hmm. uh, they have something in American Big Brother called uh, America's Favorite Housemate, and they get $25,000. I was so happy. And the person who got per- people's favorite housemate was uh, the guy who Fro hated from the very beginning of the season. <laughs> That we said played the worst game of all time, and uh, he got America's Favorite Housemate. I don't understand it. He's the guy that we were talking about, how he was a racist, homophobic, uh, military idiot who uh, uh, talked about how proud he was of murdering people, and America gave him a favorite housemate. So that just tells you a little bit about America. I was just going to say, that does sum up a whole bunch of stuff. Well, but then American again, it's Big not Brother their watches. fault. Well, it's not their fault, Look, uh, It's not your fault at all. Because the UK owns you. <laughs> That's true. I, I've always should... found it really, like, um, audacious of, of the US Big Brother to call itself Big Brother. Like, it's called Big Brother. Mm-hmm. And there's Big Brother UK. There's Big Brother Canada. We call ourselves Big Brother. But Big mm-hmm. Brother was invented in, like, Sweden or something? Oh, like, we no, didn't... it was in Netherlands. Netherlands, okay, there you go. Yes. So we didn't yes. even invent it, but we call it Big Brother, and then Big Brother UK calls it Big Brother UK. So yeah, we were like, oh, yeah, but it Big Brother in America is Big Brother. So I think it was Big Brother here until it moved on to Channel 5. And then it became And Big then it Brother became UK. Big Brother UK. Maybe mm. that's when Big Brother US got picked up over there. And so they had to, you know, Maybe, well, uh, that's signify the which it one it was. Yeah, they mm. might have to change the name because it moved. Right. You never know. But then, anyway, it's not your fault, Luke, because it's 
the U.S. <laughs> the U.S. have no fault in anything. They can do everything they want now because it's the U.K. that decides everything. So tell me, how is it to own a country? Uh, if I personally knew, I would tell you. <laughs> but I'm pretty owned myself by this friggin' country and the government. <laughs> well and truly, thoroughly owned. Mm. Psh. But, so, yeah, uh, it's just you... the same boat as us now. It's fine. What do you think about this theory? Like, after... I love it. And I could totally believe it in the sense of, you know, the money situations and things. And mm. how pretty much a whole bunch of countries are owned by the city of London. That tiny right. little area with all the banks and all the headquarters of all the different places. It's just the finance place, finance town. What about you, Luke? Uh, yeah, that's the whole interesting thing about this is the... you Once you get to the city of London and you start researching that, that's when you go... Okay, this is a little weirder than what I thought when I started going into it. Uh, when the queen it has to get permission, permission and like uh, to get in there, obviously. And walk so many paces behind the mayor of the city of London, whereas she drove the king of Saudi Arabia around in her Land Rover. Right. We didn't mention that in the news, but uh, Saudi Arabia gave women the right to drive this week. So <gasps> did they? Oh, I yeah. missed that. Yay! Mm-hmm. Well done, guys. Only a uh, bit I'm late, sure. but you get in there. Yeah, well. Yeah, they still chop people's hands off for uh, being gay. Stealing breads, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're they're working on it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, overall, this this theory is like I said, it it's way it's really complicated, and that's the thing. Like, it, I would have to be more um, proficient in all different types of history to try to disprove mm-hmm. this. A guy would have to be fluent in British history and British finance and all these other things, which I'm not. So on the th- surface, at least it seems, um, it seems interesting. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure if somebody came along and knew all about British finance and its relation to, uh, the U S they could explain maybe why some of this stuff, uh, isn't true, but overall, uh, like I said, when you see the whole thing with the queen, these people, uh, in this banking finance world are more powerful than the queen. So just think about that, I guess. <laughs> so sad to think about. Well, is it sad? I, I don't want the queen to have power, but it, are they more powerful than Trump? Look. In this theory. Yeah. yeah. He's I don't the, think Trump has that much money. Right, it's like they're the board, they're the uh, the board, and President or the Trump would be the president of the company, so that he would answer to the to the finance board. You know what I mean? So right. Yeah, and to close up with me, I I, I find this theory extremely extremely plausible. It's <laughs> a good I, way of putting I, it. I, I find I find it like if I was Mythbusters and I was going to say confirm plausible or busted, I would say plausible. Because there with my eyes, with my human eyes, without knowing anything about the economics, it's it really, really looks like 
what you're talking about. It looks really like this is the truth. Right, and it would explain a lot of things, is the other thing. Like, when you when you oh, really yeah. think of, like, why the U.S. election system is so ridiculously weird, even though we came up with all these other great ideas <laughs> of, of ways to keep... Um, keep everything fair and balanced within the political system, but our election system is so, like, wonky? You know what I mean? Like, it, it mm-hmm. explains that completely, uh, and then why, uh, if, you know, it basically is rigged, and then whoever you want to get in there, and that would explain why Trump would get in there uh, as a CEO of a company they would... Because he would be, like, a puppet leader, and in that sense, that would be somebody who you would pick to run a corporation. So it's weird. It weirdly explains some things. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Have you seen any movies this killer? Uh, no, but I went to the theater a week okay. ago. <laughs> Hence why I wasn't here last week. Cause there was a whole bunch of stuff going on and we got stuck in traffic. There was actually a man arrested in my hometown at the train station for threatening to blow up the train. That you were on? No, we were coming back on a coach, but it then sparked everybody not wanting to use public transport, so they were all on the, in their cars on the motorway, ah, which is okay. clogged up the motorways a whole bunch, and then there was um, accidents and things as well. But yeah, um, I'm classing this as watching a movie because it was as long as a movie, and I was in a theatre. I went to see Miss Saigon. Okay. I've never, I know there's a film, never seen it. I've never been to see it at the theatre. I didn't know the story. Mm-hmm. I knew it was something to do with the Vietnam War. That right. was about mm-hmm. it. And something to do with a helicopter. That was mm-hmm. the the breadth of my knowledge. And nobody warned me that I'd end up crying like a freaking baby. <laughs> I was it in is... pieces watching it. And it is... even there was like lots and lots of, because we went to the matinee. There was lots of elderly people there. And even the men were all crying. And yeah, nobody even warned me that there was a child in it. So as soon as the child comes on stage, that was me in bits because I'm pregnant and I'm a hormonal. I was like, oh my God, isn't he doing well? Oh, look at him. Oh my God. And yeah, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but it's sad. Real sad. But was phenomenal. And also, so I went with my friend and... Um, I think it's her auntie arranges for lots of OAPs to go and do things, go and see shows on coaches. So we went along and there was lots of little old ladies with their knitting and things. In the queue waiting to get on the coach, I um, said a few swear words and my friend was sort of like, oh, just watch your language because they will tell you off. Like, they're all little old ladies. I was like, oh, okay. Oh dear, sort of thing. First scene, it was in a whorehouse and they were all pretending to have sex with these prostitutes and talking about effing them and their pussies and all the rest of it. I was just like, oh my God, what the hell? And I had to curb my language. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very, very good. Wasn't what I expected. It was um, in Birmingham, I want to say at the Civic Hall, but it might have been the Symphony Hall or the something else, wherever Miss Saigon's playing at the minute. And it was a hall. Yeah, some kind of theatre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to go shopping and things. Went round the ball ring. I looked in Selfridges. 
which is an extremely expensive shop, and they had a baby section where I found a baby grow for £85. Holy shit. Yeah. Who the hell is... And not even like... That wasn't like a big Coke baby grow or anything. It was just a little... Jesus. I think it was Ralph Lauren or something. All this designer stuff. Little hats for £50. Sort of. So, baby clothes are the... expensive. It's just... it. They are. Yeah. Yeah. But who does designer ones? Like Kenzo baby grows for £125. Who spends that kind of money just for it to get pooped on and sicked on? So I've been down the charity shops today buying three lots of baby grows for a pound. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Yeah, I just boil wash them and go. They're only going to be in it for a few months. Holy mother of God. Yeah, just craziness what people spend. But yeah, so Miss Saigon, very good. Don't think I'll uh, is it is it is it now that I can con- con- confess and say that I have never ever watched Miss Saigon in my entire life? That's what neither had I. I had never seen it either. I know the story a <laughs> bit, but I've never seen it. No. Uh, <laughs> I was I was so embarrassed of saying it, uh, saying that. So I'm I'm glad that you haven't seen it. Look. <laughs> I don't know and when then- I would have, but yeah. Yeah, no, I've never missed, I've never seen Miss Saigon. I know it's a movie. Yeah, Maybe. I think I, I would suggest it, but mostly just so I can see what your reaction is to the ending. Okay. <laughs> see if you cry like a baby too. <laughs> mm, I've done too much crying already. Yeah. Anyways, oh, um, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Nah. Um, let's move on. Have you seen a movie this week, Luke? I don't really see a movie, but uh, on YouTube, uh, Beard Meets Food, this was movie length. <laughs> Did you see this, bro, on his channel, or Tilly? No, but it sounds interesting. Beard Meets what? Food. Right, I, me- I've men- I mentioned it on our YouTube, uh, favorite YouTube channels, but he he's a guy oh, who has a big beard, and he is a competitive eater, and he he's one of, he's, uh, one of the, I would say, one of the best in the world when it comes to capacity maybe not speed but can put away the most um does he hide it in his beard right yeah it is a very big (laughs) beard a lot of food does end up in there but he did a it was an hour and 15 minute video on his youtube channel and it was him doing a hundred thousand calories in a hundred hours whoa jesus mother of god which uh i'm not gonna spoil the ending you can see if he makes it or not but uh he had to edit it down. It was an hour and 15 minutes, and it was almost all just eating. But uh, There were little bits in between, like him driving with his girlfriend to get food and talking and things like that. But mostly all eating. Uh, but it was an hour and 15 minutes, so I'd say it counts as a movie. Uh, yeah. Does he end up in the hospital afterwards? Because Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he's a professional, like I said. Like, he's actually a professional. Like, when we talked in the past about those uh, w- those two professional eating leagues or whatever... Like many, many shows ago, hundreds of shows ago. Uh, I want to say it was episode two or something. Uh, yeah, we, it was a long time ago. Uh, he He's in one of those. I don't I don't know exactly which one, but he's actually what a professional. A profession. It can't, you can't be very long-lived in that profession, though. Actually, that guy who's like the hot dog champion, he's been hot dog champion, uh, the Coney Island hot dog guy, which, uh, Joey Chestnut. He's been champion for, like, seven years. I think one year a kid uh, 
beat him, but he's been champion for years and years and years. He's been around forever. So How if you know what you're he? doing, apparently he's pretty, uh, I want to say he's in his forties. I'd have to look it up, but yeah, I don't see him living all that much longer. <laughs> you you, can't, you can't do that to your body. You can't. It's well, like wrestlers it, uh, have a low life capacity, lifespan compared yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So this is a profession. I mean, Jesus Christ, you say 100,000 calories? Yeah, yeah, in 100 hours, which is like, what, a little over four days, I guess? Yeah. Mm, a bit over four days. Uh, Considering you're supposed to have 2,500 as a man. <laughs> a day. I guess uh, Joey Chestnut was born in 1983, so he's the same age as me, so 33. So he's younger than I thought he was, but... Yeah, see? <laughs> you aged him. <laughs> I guess so, but he, uh... First time he won was 2007, so he's been doing this for at least seven years, probably much longer, though. Yeah. So. Holy. Anyway, uh, I've seen multiple movies. I've seen Cult of Chucky, because I've seen every other Chucky movie. There's a new Chucky. <gasps> yeah. So why wouldn't I see this? Uh, the last one was the... Seed. Seed of yeah. Yes. These are the, the these one. are the films I actually know stuff about. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, Cult of Shakti from 2017. I fucking loved it. Is I... it like the first three, or is it more Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky kind of? Yes. Yeah. It must more be like straight that. to DVD because I didn't even hear about this coming out. Yeah. No. I I, I, I heard rumblings I, about it, but there wasn't much hype. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That, I loved it. I, I, I thought it was amazing. But Yay! I, I also, so, but I also like Hannah Montana, so don't really listen to me. Yeah, but uh, I love Chucky, so I'll be watching this. I, I own... I think I've got all of them on DVD. <laughs> then, I finally sat down and watched uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, because that came out this week. Who wants to guess first if I liked it or not? Tilly. I don't think you did. You don't think I, you did. I did. No, okay. I don't. Luke. I'm going to say you didn't like it. <sighs> I didn't like it. <laughs> we know you so well. Uh, I felt it was a mess of a movie. It was kind of integrated into the, the last, like, uh, 13 uh, Marvel movies. Maybe I'm I'm just getting tired of it. Like, it Doesn't it just that. crap all over Spider-Man? Essentially, like, the story. Doesn't it? it? It felt like that. Like, for me personally, uh, this is the worst Spider-Man movie so far. And yes, I am counting Spider-Man 3. Uh, I just I didn't feel the love for the material. I just felt like this was a big grab cash, the uh, money in the bank, the payday. If you get much drift, it just felt like it felt uninspirable. It felt boring. It felt trite. It felt like 
the 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 person that really was the main person was uh, Tony Stark. Like how 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 much can you have? Okay, how much can you tell the same story over and go over again? I understand that we don't need the origin story, but it felt like this movie was made out of nowhere. Like there was no clay, there was no background, there was no reason why he did what why he did. Like. We we know that his uncle is dead, but we don't have any compassion for him because we we don't see what he's gone through. We just see this brat of Spider-Man like doing his stuff. That's not what Spider-Man is about. Like it felt like absolutely emptiness and nothingness. That is a high praise from Frodo. Yeah, I think this will go in my bottom movies of the year. One of the reasons was because I've, I've heard good things about it. I was looking forward to it. So I was really, really disappointed. Maybe you two guys will like it. I know Without Luke w- w- will not because he hates right. movies. Like I that. was disappointed by the first Spider-Man movie, so probably not. <laughs> you didn't like this first Spider-Man movie? Really? Wow. <laughs> so what movie are we going to watch the trailer for this week, Luke? The Lego Ninjago movie. I'm stuck. I know you want me to save myself, hmm. so I promise I'll I like never the Afro. forget you. I didn't ask you to promise that. Come back. <laughs> All right. Legos in a land far away. China, then. Threatened by darkness. Defended by honor. Defended by honor. I've never seen any Ninjago, so I've no concept Me neither. I actually have, but only because my friend's daughter loved Ninjago when she was about nine. Sorry? What was that last thing you said? What? That last part. I didn't catch it. Well, I, I didn't say anything. What do you mean? I didn't. Well, I, I said I'll be. Why would you make your talking. giant flying spaceship thing look like a shark? I don't. Lloyd. That's right. Because you can. Because it's Lego. No, I, I guess so. L L O Y D. I named you. You ruined my life. That's not true. I haven't even been a part of your life. How could I ruin it? Wasn't even there. Baby, now we got bad Taking a Salomon to form the secret ninja force. Are you ready to risk your life for Ninjago? Yes, I am on it. Yes. Maybe. We just saw that bit. This again. Thinking. What? Well, that doesn't bode well. Does that mean that all of the funny bits are in the trailer? I'm confused why they would repeat that. Hello? Who is this? <laughs> She's Boy, calling him on Don, Skype son. or something. It's okay, Lloyd. Nobody's parents are perfect. I mean, my mom is weird and collects seashells. Your dad levels cities and attacks innocent people. So, 
They've all got their quirks, you know? <laughs> okay, that doesn't look very much like Ninjago <laughs> I've seen, but... Uh, no. I have no frame of reference, so... So what is this movie about, I guess? I should maybe ask. <sighs> <laughs> See, the chinchillas know all about it. Uh, that was some yeah, impressive that. timing. Like, really good timing there. <laughs> Give that uh, animal a treat. <laughs> Felix is like, I love Ninjago. Um, <laughs> woo, 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 woo. The bat. There he goes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right when every time Amazing. I try to start, he, he stops me. It's freaking hilarious. He's like, "Do not talk about this." Uh, the battle for Ninjago City calls uh, calls to action young master builder Lloyd, aka the Green Ninja, um, along with his friends, also secret ninja warriors, led by Master Wu. As oh, as wise cracking as he is wise, they must defeat the evil warlord. Garmondon. So, that is okay. your description. It's got 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, right in the middle. 6.3 out of 10 mm. on IMDb. So, not great. And an audience score of 61. So, the audience score is pretty much agreeing with IMDb. Right. So, Tilly, where did you get your review from? You've got three guesses. Huh, was it Rotten Tomatoes? Bing, 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 bing! Yes, it was. Um, and Shannon C. gave it two stars. Oh, she said, yeah. you let me down, Lego. You let me down. <clears throat> I mean, are you serious with those characters? Forced dialogue much? I thought I was watching Power Rangers every time a fight scene came up with L. Lloyd's friends. She's put in quotation marks. Shouting out those cringeworthy and overly cheesy lines about their battle moves. Master Wu was right. There was nothing ninja about them. Unlike Lego Batman. Oh, unlike Lego Batman. And there was certainly nothing humorous about them either. I would have given this movie a one star had it not been for Garmadon. But even he sucked as a character and he had no consistency or any fleshed out motive for anything he did. It's sad to me that this movie had the potential to be as good as the trailers have made it seem. Waste of talent and money for shameless cashing in on a once great franchise. Sounds similar to mine. Uh, I went to the Facebook page. Uh, pretty average Facebook presence. I got one from Shannon Crowley. It's a little bit long. So this this was uh, how could I how could you I can't even call this movie uh, as the storyline was completely absent. Oh, I can't even call this a movie as the storyline was completely absent. What we got here were cheesy wannabe Power Rangers shoved together with a lackluster journey with a villain who has sun issues that aren't that compelling at all. In the end, the whole plot was like the castle on a loose foundation. Nothing was firm enough for the audience to grasp. Finally, the characters sorely lacked in every aspect that the previous Lego movies had excelled in. It's a shame because this movie had the potential to be as great as the trailers made it seem. 
can we start having whoever directs and produces the trailers for movies come forward and take over for the studio executives and directors <laughs> that don't have a clue anymore of what their audiences want? And what was that person's name? Shannon Crowley. I wonder if that's the same as my Shannon C. Uh, chances are low. Yeah. I thought you were going to say maybe she's related to Aleister Crowley, but I don't know. Oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's like a famous uh, Satanist. Oh, right. That, that guy. <laughs> I have a review from Randall B. He says, Kitty, kitty, meow. So cute. And best part of the movie. The kitty cat was so cute, cute, cute. Ah, oh, the rest of the movies was dreadful. Avoid, avoid. <laughs> Quite a few people everything? mentioned the cat. <laughs> yeah, that's everything. That's absolutely everything. Okay, that was the Lego Ninjago movie then. Sounds like maybe it's a uh, one to miss. Except for the kitty bit. No mercy results, Luke. Hey! No mercy, mercy, mercy. <laughs> no mercy, mercy, mercy. <laughs> yeah, we actually all saw this one, right? Yeah. And something really positive came out of it. I did a really good Booker T impression that had me and Dick in stitches for ages. <laughs> okay. I don't think I can ever redo it, but he said definitely. And I copied it, and oh my god, it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I mean share that. I, this pay-per-view is fucking amazing if it wasn't for one fucking match right everything at least the well it was really nothing happened when you think about it but the mm -hmm. matches were all really really good except for one but we'll get into that I guess uh, I booked this as Wrestlemania light is pretty much what they booked it as. WrestleMania, light with less calories, half the sugar. Uh, which it kind of was, but not really. Um, overall, we I think we all agree it's pretty good. But let's start at the pre-show. Elias defeated Apollo Crews. We did not bet on this. Uh, no, we did not. The Miz defeated Jason Jordan for the, uh, to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, yeah. wait. Tilly doesn't have the picks. I'm so used to Tilly yeah. having the picks. Yeah, um, you, you used to. And I didn't, I didn't pick either. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I won't win this one, and I won't have to think of a topic. <laughs> I got a point there. Finn Balor defeated Bray, Bray Wyatt. Um, I got a yeah. point there. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins defeated Cesaro and Sheamus for the Tag Team Championships. Uh, we both picked that, me and Fro. So we both got a yep. point there. Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey, Emma, Nia Jackson, Sasha Banks for the women's championship, and Fro got a point there. I did. Uh, Roman Reigns defeated John Cena for oh right for nothing. Uh, <laughs> what did we pick there? Oh, we both pick Reigns, right? So we got both got a point there. And this was the match that um, was not great. It was pretty bad. It was atrocious. That's uh, what I. The first half was match. the most boring thing ever, uh, and the second half was them doing getting all their moves in. 
and then there was a pin. Yeah. Um, Enzo defeated Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship, which a lot of people hated this, but I thought it was all right. Yeah, I, I still really like Enzo. Me and Fro got a point there. Um, Brock Lesnar defeated Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship, and Fro got a point there. So me and, and Fro oh my tied. god, how big is Braun Strowman? Like you put him against Brock Lesnar, you think of Brock Lesnar being a beast, mm-hmm. but it really, really highlighted how big Braun is. Right, he's at like a hundred pounds, a little over a hundred pounds heavier. So yeah, yeah, and like a full foot taller. <laughs> Right. It's ridiculous. I really He's think he should have won this match. Like, right at the beginning, there was like three moves in, and I was like, this should be the end of the match with Strowman winning. But it yeah. kept going, so. Still a fun match, though. Uh, like I said, me and Fro tied. So, why don't you tell us what we picked, Fro? Because me and Fro decided, instead of doing a tiebreaker, pre- we're just going to yeah. both uh, decide on something we want to do, so. Until it. I have to warn you already. You have to warn your mother. Okay. Because I'm not sure she wants to play this podcast in her car next week. Okie dokie. Mom, spoilers. (laughs) Keep this in your headphones. Next week we're going to talk about uh, Luke. And this is what uh, me and Luke uh, uh, got together just rest, uh, remember that uh, we decided this together, uh, and it's going to call. It's called the Church of the Most High Godness or Goodness, as I said. Goddess, was. like a female god. Yeah. Well, female that sounds god. nice. To be fair, and it also sounds like a goddess that smokes a lot of weed. It's a sex cult. Oh, that. Yep. How nice. Yep. <laughs> well, that's going to be interesting then. Yeah. I worry that maybe my mum listening to that, I hope she doesn't know anything about it already. That would be bad. <laughs> maybe she's a member. <laughs> she is the most high goddess. <laughs> sorry, mum. I'm sorry. <laughs> Doing my own mum jokes now. That's bad. Uh. Yeah, so we 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 tied, uh, and um, that was what we chose. Uh, let's go uh, fastly through because this has been a nightmare of an episode. Uh, the guest book. No, nobody episode else knows nine. it's been a nightmare of an episode because it's only going to be a nightmare for me. <laughs> but they do now. No, <laughs> they still don't have any idea. Um, but we don't have to go fast through this. It's not a big deal. We're still early as far as the episode goes. But, yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, right. The guest book episode nine, story nine. Uh, did we all see this? Yep. Okay. Yep. Are you all up to date on the show, Tilly? Yeah. I think there's still one episode that I haven't seen, but I really don't think it matters. Because it's the one the where... The one the... that we said don't watch it, right? Uh, maybe. It's the one where the people break the toilet in Froggy Cottage. Oh, right. Yeah, that's the one that we thought was really bad, which I'll get into, but I think that one might may come back in the next episode after this one. But, Me too. Um, right, we get our little opening recap, and he re- the guy recaps the story at in the work, uh, in the 
kitchen at work, and the guy says, did you watch it? And the other guy says, nope. So, he's this guy's never going to watch it, but we'll see what happens next week. He'll come back, and the other guy will be doing the recap. Maybe that'll be next week's. That would be interesting. Mm. We got our intro. That would be clever. We get the intro credits. Um, we open up on a bus, like a Greyhound bus, and we meet Jacob. Jacob is played by Sebastian Shear. Uh, this guy was in like one episode of Modern Family, and very little else. He was in one episode one time, so he's not. He's really like a new act actor. He's a young kid though. Uh, he sees a woman, uh, woman's purse, and it has zippers on it. And this guy is clearly Amish by his hat and his clothes. And he's really impressed by the zipper, and he wants to play with it. And we find out that Jacob Jacob is on Rumspringer. Is that how you say it? Rumspringer, yeah. 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 Uh, so he's out and about f- uh, for a year, I think it is, is what they do, um, to see the rest of the world outside of uh, his home, uh, which is Amish, so that everything's a lot different there. We see Jacob's home. And he, we see his father give him a pistol for protection when he's leaving for his Rumspringer. Uh, oh, I love and... what he tells him. That's my favorite bit of this episode. Like, if anything goes, just wave it about a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> if anything goes wrong, just wave it around. Like, people will just run away. But yeah. it's probably not a good idea, really, in America, at least now, because you'll probably just end up getting shot. I guess it depends yeah, on where you are. Face. Right. <laughs> Um, possibly by the police. Um, uh, but Jacob leaves, and he's going to stay with his cousin, Samuel. Uh, we go to Samuel's house, and we find out that Samuel's been on Rumspringer for a long time, meaning he just ran away from, uh, the Amish life, so. Yeah, he never went back. Jacob, uh, Jacob's house is basically, they're having a house party, uh, or Samuel's house is, they're basically having a house party, at least at this point, it seems like maybe all the time they are, and Jacob is, like, very confused by this. He's saying, oh, their traditions are so very strange. Uh, as they're playing spin the bottle, right? And he decides that he needs to figure out what God wants him to do. So he takes the gun, and he spins the gun, like, playing spin the bottle, to for God to tell him what to do ne- next. And it points at the t- television. So he decides he needs to t- turn on the TV and... And that's what God's telling him to use electricity and watch TV. So he's watching TV, and his cousin tells him to watch a DVD that he has. So Samuel takes the gun, spins the gun, tries to decide which DVD to watch, and it lands on 8 Mile with Eminem. So he's watching 8 Mile, and he thinks that God wants him to marry Brittany Murphy, which I thought was hilarious. Yep, me too. And that, you know, 8 Mile being his first ever movie experience. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, that's true. I, I mean, the first time he's ever even seen, like, anything. Which just confused me. How did he even know the DVD, how to work the DVD player, to be honest? Yeah, I wondered that. Right. But you just gotta go, go with it, because it's a yeah. story. But we go back to the bus, where he's telling the story to the woman. And the woman tells him, Brittany Murphy's dead. Uh, and he's totally confused by this. He's like, why would God send me on a journey to marry somebody who's dead? So as he's seeing this, he sees a billboard uh, for the cabins on the side of the road. It says, and he takes this as a sign of God because it says, 
come to God's country, which I'm sure that's, it says that probably on lots of billboards. Yeah. Everywhere's God's country. Everywhere with the sky. Right. So, at the cabin office, uh, Wilfred picks up the phone and it's Tickles. Tickles is calling to get uh, the keys to Froggy Cottage. And Wilfred says, uh, I thought this was just a one-time thing. And he says, he's not going to do it. And as he, after he hangs up on Tickles, Jacob arrives. Uh, and he's trying to, he wants to rent a cottage, but he can't decide which one. So he takes all the pictures of the cottages, spins the gun, and it lands on Froggy Cottage. Uh... So, I guess he, this is where he checks in. I don't know where he even got money, but I guess maybe they just give him money when he goes on Rom- Romspringer. But he rents this yeah, cottage. Yeah, I don't think they send you out with no money. I guess that's probably true. Uh, Jacob, Jacob's, this is the part where he searches for God in the cabin. But Jacob is just walking room to room going, God? God, are you in here? He's like checking each room like God's going to just be sitting on the bed or like he's just in the toilet like waiting for him. I thought that part was hilarious to me. And he can't find God in the cabin. So he spins the gun again because he wants to. T- that's the way he's been communicating with God up to this point. And he spins the gun, and the bu- gun points directly back at him. Uh, he decides that this is God telling him he should kill himself so that he can be with Brittany Murphy and God. Perfectly sound reasoning. Uh, he puts the gun into his head, and he's going to kill himself. Uh, when he, but when he pulls the trigger, there's no bullets. So his dad gave him a gun with no bullets. Which, that's why he told him to just wave it around. To scare people, obviously. Um, so he says he needs... He's like, oh, I gotta get bullets for this gun. So I can kill myself. So he walks to town to find a place to buy bullets. Uh, when he sees the strip club. And inside the strip club, Wilfred is dealing with Tickles, trying to get her to let him off the hook. Um, but she's not she's not having any of it. And Jacob arrives, and he's got his eyes covered, because he, he doesn't want to see any naked women. And he asks if anybody there knows of a store in town that sells bullets. And the old man in the wheelchair that's always at the strip club tells him he'll sell him some bullets, because... Uh, they know that Jacob's too young to buy bullets, even if there was a place to buy them. Yeah. And we find out uh, Tickles has a married couple coming next week uh, to rent the cabin and threatens Wolford with the tape. So we know that this married couple is coming next week. So I assume that this married couple is going to be our story for our last episode. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'd assume so. Uh, so in town, uh, Jacob's left the strip club now, and Jacob's walking through town, and he asks, the cop the cop and her mom are walking down the street, and Jacob asks the cop uh, where he can buy a tarp, because he's going to do something messy. <laughs> and so basically he's asking a cop, like, uh, where to buy a tarp so he can murder himself, which is very funny, because she's just like, oh, it's down the street. She doesn't yeah. think twice of it. She maybe isn't the best cop in the world, but... I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, due diligence. <laughs> we've kind of, uh, we've gotten that already at this point. She's like, not the greatest cop ever. Uh, but the cop's mother is played by Margot Martindale, which I'm sure we've seen her before, and I've mentioned this in the past, but 
I we didn't know that this is who her mother was. And Mar- uh, she, this is a lady who's been in a lot of things for a long time. But she was in Bo- she's in BoJack Horseman. She plays herself in BoJack. And <laughs> if anybody's seen that show, she is very hilarious in that show. She's I don't know. You just have to see it. People who have seen it uh, would know Margot Martindale from BoJack. She was in The Good Wife, and she was actually in Brain Dead. If you remember, she was the senator. She's one of the first senators who gets bugs in her brain. Mm. Right. I knew I recognized her from something, but I knew it wouldn't be BoJack or The Good Wife. She's also in Dexter, and she's been in oh. many, many things since like the 80s. She's like yeah. a character actor that you would see in a lot of stuff. So. That'd be such a cool job. <clears throat> so back at the cottage, Jacob uh, writes, uh, he's writing all this stuff in, in the guest book. So at least we have that in this episode. Um, and he's writing his suicide note, basically, in the guest book at this point. And he's got the tarp laid out on the ground. And he goes to put the bullet that he bought from the old man in the gun. But it's too big. It's not the right caliber to fit into this pistol. So, he thinks, uh, oh, it's because I forgot to write my final will and testament. So he writes his will in the guest book, giving off, you know, his very meager belongings as an Amish person. I like that he um, writes in the guest book about, please tell my mum that I bought a tarp to stop the mess, because she'll like that. Right. (laughs) So he says, uh, obviously... I can't kill myself with this gun, so I gotta figure out some other way to commit suicide. So, at the store that we've seen before, the doctor is buying condoms uh, for his date with the cop. But the cop's mother, Marga Martindale, is the cashier at the store. She doesn't actually know that this is her mother. But the mother is like, oh, you're buying condoms, huh? Alright. <laughs> yeah, because she's seen a picture of him, hasn't she? She's like, right. you should definitely sleep with him on the first date. I'm sure she's seen him before because if she works at the store that he works at, I'm sure they've seen each other a bunch. He probably just doesn't know that it's his mother. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. But outside the store, Wilfred uh, is out there and Frank drives up and Frank give, gives him the blackmail tape. And Frank says he feels bad for blackmailing Wilfred, which we've known he's felt bad for this since the beginning. He never wanted to do it. Um, and Wilfred destroys the tape right then and there. So Tickles doesn't have any, uh, leverage over Wilfred now. Uh, back at the cottage, Jacob has decided, uh, to use a toaster in the bathtub, but the cord doesn't reach. So he tries to heat it up and put it in the bathtub, because uh, he doesn't understand how electricity works, because he's Amish. So. Bless him. So he decides, oh, well, I'm going to hang myself. And he sees the tapestry that got destroyed in episode one. The same one that the girl saw uh, when she was on meth. And she's like, oh, it's an owl. Right. He sees the, that, uh, takes the rope apart, and he's going to use it as a rope to hang himself. Uh, outside, the doctor, uh, oh, right. He, he tries to use it, but it's not strong enough. He falls, like, two stories to the ground. And we hear him like cry out in pain so we know he's still alive but outside the uh next door the doctor and the cop have arrived back from their date 
they're all talking. Basically, uh, the, the lady is trying to get into his house because she wants to sleep with this guy because that's what her mother told her to do. And they see Jacob crawling out of his house, uh, out of the cabin next door with his legs broken, obviously. So they're like, uh, can we just pretend we didn't see it? Because one's a cop and one's a doctor. And they're like, can we just <laughs> avoid it? Uh, but they are like, oh, we can't. So they have to drive him to the hospital. And as on their way to the hospital, they, they pass the strip club. And we get a transition here into the strip club where Tickles waits like all night to call Wilfred the next. So it's the next morning. Uh, oh, wait, no, this is that's later. Tickles calls Wilfred to find out if he has the keys, right? And he tells her that he's got the tape now, and she's got no, uh, nothing over his head anymore. And Frank, like, find, hears this, and he runs out. So Tickles instantly knows that Frank has given given up the tape. So She does check, though, doesn't she? She goes to all of her tapes. She's got loads of them. There's one right. missing. So she knows that somebody took it. Uh, but... It, she probably wouldn't have known until Frank ran out right when she sees it's gone. Right? Yeah. He kind of gives himself away. So at the cottage, Jacob is back with a cast on, and he's on. He's like on uh, some kind of narcotics for his broken legs. And the doctor and the cop uh, say they leave him there. Uh, and they say they're going to go. They, they insinuate they're going next door to sleep together because they're. They are definitely in a relationship at this point, you can tell. Yeah. So Jacob falls, uh, or he's watching TV and the Brady Bunch is on, and he falls in love with Marsha Brady now. So he decides he's, he needs to leave for L.A. because uh, he's fallen in love with Marsha Brady. Uh, so as he, he's cleaning up the, the cabin, he says he can't remember what the tapestry looked like, so he ties it into an owl. So he... <laughs> So from the first episode, it got destroyed. Second to last episode, the owl is back because this kid knew all about macrame, uh, yeah. which we found out from his suicide note. So he cleans up the cabin. He leaves for L.A. Uh, back at the strip club, Tickle calls Wilfred and tells him uh, that she's going to tell his wife. Uh, so she leaves uh, to go tell Wilfred's wife that uh, about the tape. He, she says, I don't need the tape. I can just tell her. So, uh, as she's leaving, a married couple show up. And it's obviously the married couple that uh, were there to rent the cabin. But we never see them. All we see is uh, the car with the cans on the back of it that says just married on it. Uh, did this make you think anything, Tilly? I don't think I spotted it. I think it must have looked away. Oh, as she, yeah, it would have, you would have had to have noticed it, but as she's driving away, the car drives up, and um, yeah. they don't really make a point of it, but they don't show you who's in the car. So I'm thinking it might be the guy from the episode you didn't see, and um, a lady who they f fell in love on that, but then he ended up mm -hmm. getting arrested. So maybe he got out of jail, and now it's going to be him and the cop showing up there uh, after they got married, because they met at the cabin. So maybe they're going to spend their honeymoon where they met. Which uh, I'm just thinking putting... exactly the same as Luca. You're thinking the same? Okay. We'll see, though. We could be totally wrong. All right. Where was I? Uh... Right. So at the doctor's house, the next morning, um, 
the cop and the doctor wake up together, and the cop wakes up early uh, to go out and practice crossbow, because he's still trying to impress his son. Uh, and outside, Tickle shows up in her, pink, in her bright pink car, and she's going to tell Wilford's wife about uh, what happened at the strip club. But Wilford shows up just in time to stop her, and she's like, I'm going to do this. Uh, you can't convince me not to tell her. So Wilfred kind of throws a rock at her to try to slow her down, I guess. Hits her in the back. And she gets mad about this and tackles him. And she's about to murder Wilfred with a giant rock. She's got this big giant rock. She's about to smash his head. And all of a sudden, an arrow flies from behind her and goes... I would say it goes through her left boob. It didn't go through her back. It just went through the boob. Is that what you guys thought? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she has pretty big boobs, so... Right, exactly. I'm just saying, like, if it would have gone through her back and out the boob, she'd probably be dead. Whereas if it just went through the boob, she'd probably be okay, because she looks down and she's like, what the hell? Where did that come from? And turns around... They're not long enough. The crossbow dart things aren't long enough to go through her back and out of the boob. Right, because she does have very large boobs. Yeah, she's quite Um, wide herself. It would just be like the very tip of the arrow coming out if, yeah. if that was the case. Um, right, but she turns around and the do- the doctor is there with the crossbow. And, and I was assuming at this point he was just, he's just a really, he's been really bad at it. And he did this on accident. But he runs up to Wilfred and was like, She's, she was about to kill you. So he did this on purpose. Wilfred uh, has hit her with the rock and knocked her out. And as this all is happening... Uh, Frank showed up, but he saw it happening, and he just drives away, because he's like, I'm not going to be part of this, is what it kind of seemed like. Is that, what you, is that what you thought? Yeah. Because uh, he, you know, he kind of hates his stepmom, to be honest. Yeah, she's a cow. Uh, and she, she always puts things over and makes him do things he doesn't want to do, so. Wilfred uh, tells the doctor that we should hide Tickle's body uh, and talk about this. And the doctor's like, I'm just surprised I, I shot something that I was aiming for. <laughs> he clearly so we get our needs in- to have a reason. <laughs> well, I guess so, yeah. It's like he needed the adrenaline going to, like, focus better. That uh, yeah. That is totally true, but um, maybe now he's going to all of a sudden just be really good at the crossbow in the next episode because he's, like, learned how to make, how to do it. I don't know. We'll see. We get our ending montage. The doctor and Wilfred are hiding Tickle's body. Uh, the cop is next door, freshening up in the doctor's uh, house. So ne- she's, again, not a great cop. As next door, all that commotion was going on. She didn't look out the window or, like, check what was going on. And there's a lady that's been knocked out and shot with an arrow. And she's just in the house right next door, thinking nothing's going on. Uh, Jacob is on his way to L.A. And he... Shows up at some studio, and, um, what's her name? Uh, Maureen McCormick, right, who plays Marsha Brady, uh, is in the trailer. He he has flowers for her, but he's like, wait a second, because she's really old now. <laughs> so he doesn't realize that Brady Bunch was on decades ago, and that she's grown such, up, and she's such got... such a cute moment. It's such a cute moment, though. Right. 
and she has to say, oh, Rom Springer. Rom Springer, yeah. <laughs> She's like, this isn't the first time. So uh, she gets him back to his house. And he returns home with the... He's got a limp now because he broke his legs. Um, and the doctor and Wilfred hide Tickle's body in Froggy Cottage. And we end our episode. What yeah, would you rate this episode? Yeah, what would you rate this episode overall? Good episode? I thought this was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, last two episodes uh, have been really good. in hindsight. Yeah. Uh, what do you totally. mean by that? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Well, I don't know. When I was watching it, I didn't think it was a great episode. But then, thinking back to the amount of times that I actually giggled... And the bits that I found funny. So, well, there are actually quite a few, considering it's not very long. Right, totally. And so, it's just clever. Like the the jokes are clever. The owl, the when he puts yeah. the puts back together the tapestry, that was the part that really got me. That I, I thought was the funniest part of this episode. I like that. And there's the bit where his cousin opens the door to him, and he's like, "Oh, his new ears reminded me of my favorite toy because he's got flesh tunnel stretch things in his right. ears." And then we <laughs> he's see like, the oh, his new ears. We see the hoop and stick later when he's doing the suicide note. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I can't wait for next week. I'm a little happy that this is gone or done, actually, to be honest, because I, I thought this series has its really ups and it really downs. Oh, yeah. And Those middle episodes, hate... some of them were terrible. Yeah, and and I hate it when they don't use the guest book. I'm so happy that they use the guest book in a good way this week. Yeah. Yeah, Even this is the way they... I was assume it would have been done every episode is right. the way they did it this right. week, so. Yeah. So, but it is it is what it is. Uh but uh uh Tilly, we have to uh, agree on what we are going to do after this. Oh, let's talk and... about that later cuz I think we might take oh. a little break because I think I need a little break from doing notes. So we may okay. figure out something later on. It might be a couple weeks till we get to something. So Ooh. let's figure it out. Okay. Though. Cool. Cool beans. Let's go into the jungle with Tilly. Lost I don't on the Amazon. <laughs> yes. Right. Last week, what happened? Uh, the lady. We were either going to last uh, have last time we were here in the jungle because last week Tilly wasn't here. So last week. Oh, we was... or last time we were doing this story. Sorry, I get right. what you're trying to say. Um, last last time we were doing this story, we were in the jungle and our guide asked whether he should do the talking or whether we were going to talk to these Amazonians. So right, and I will go and start. Uvidaga. Do you, you do the talking? I don't know their language. You peer into the dark jungle. You feel very vulnerable and unprotected. Your guide talks with the woman on the shore for several minutes. Then there's a long pause. She turns to her friends and speaks to them in hushed tones. Then she says something to Oaduga. These are Amazons, he says. You asked about them. Here they are. No, they will not help us. No, they do not have your friends, but they know where they are. 
suddenly you realise that the figures on the bank have disappeared. Where are they? Where are they? Who? The Amazons? They are like spirits. They come and go at the at their own time. No one commands them. You shake your head. No, I mean, where are my friends? Where did uh, they say they are? Oaduga pushes the canoe out into the stream and starts the motor. They are prisoners of the Machawa people. That's not, yeah, Machawa people. They will probably be dead before we get to them. Oh no. Your, your mouth mm. is dry with fear. You can barely ask. Uh, uh, fuck, I lost the clue. Uh, uh, you can barely ask. Uh, oh, what can we do, Ovoduga? He shakes his head. Trust in the spirits of the forest. If the souls of your friends are good, they will live. If not, well... Oaduga lapses into silence. You can tell he will speak no more. The dugout pushes ahead and soon reaches a stretch of reddish-grey sand along one bank. Several dugouts are pulled up onto the sand. A fire burns in front of, a, of five low-roofed huts. A group of men, women and children sit before the fire. Oaduga greets them with a wave and soon you are sitting with these people. Your guide tells the story, and the people mumble comments in a language beautiful to listen to, but impossible to understand. I think that's you. Oh, is that me? Yeah. They say uh, you must wait here until a witch doctor can put a spell on the Michawas. Only then will your friends be safe. There's nothing else to do. So... If we want to push it, we will turn to 39. If we wait for the witch doctor, I turn to page 40. I'm thinking witch doctor. I was going to say I'm witch doctor. i witch doctor, yeah. yeah. We Definitely all agree. have to go with the witch yeah. doctor. Alright. Cool! If he just sings Bean. that ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tag, walla, walla, bing, bang, then we know he's a phony. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug there, Mrs. Philip? Uh, yes, everybody. If you listen to this podcast, give it a share on Facebook. Tell people about it. Maybe they might like it too. They might not, but yeah. they won't know unless they listen to it. <laughs> yes. Luke, what about you? Uh, just same. Share the podcast. Yeah. And I'm going to say the same. Share the podcast. <laughs> Stop copying me. <laughs> Stop copying me. Look, come on. Oh, stop oh, copying oh. me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, he actually did stop. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we will talk news of the week, hell in the cell predictions because we have a pay-per-view every 14 days now. Uh, and we're going to talk of Church of the Most High Goodness or go- Goodness or whatever. Goddess. Goddess. Goddess, yes. You know what a god, a god who's a female, Fro? Say a god right. who's a female. God S. There you go. Got it. Goddess. The best, uh, the best book, yes. The best book. Uh, <laughs> that is the guest book, uh, episode 10 finale. Woohoo. And we're going to talk of Flatliners from 2017. 
this sounds oddly familiar. That's because Flatliners was a movie from the 80s. That's why I had to put 2017, because it's a remake of a horror movie from the 80s. Yeah. I know remakes. I think I've seen the original, maybe? I want to say I saw it, like, on TV, like, TV edit. So, oh, 1990, actually, is when it came out. Uh, the okay. original, and now they're doing a remake, so. And what is this movie about? I think it's a science fiction kind of horror movie that I remember. Okay. Whatever. We will talk about it next week. Uh, from America, that's really owned by the UK. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. You're not. You're supposed to say goodbye, Luke. <laughs> from uh, the UK, say goodbye, Tilly. Goodbye, Tilly. There you go. And from <laughs> Norway, goodbye, Fro. Goodbye, citizen.